Welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Hope and pray that you're doing great today. And we thank you for taking time as we are studying in the Gospel of John. And we've entitled this study, A Journey Through John. We're in chapter number 13 this morning. And we're going to begin reading in verse number 12. Now, I want to encourage you today to open up your copy of the precious Word of God. I'm thankful that I have a copy of God's Word. In fact, if I look around, I can see several copies here in my office from where I'm sitting here right at this very moment. And I thank the Lord for each one of these copies of the Word of God. We should not take that for granted that we're blessed to have many, many different copies of God's precious word. We're looking today, beginning in verse number 12. And before we read this morning, I just want to give you a little bit of background as to where we are in chapter number 13. We know and remember that Jesus had risen from supper and he had, a late, he had laid aside his garments and he had girded himself with a towel. And then the Lord began to wash the disciples' feet. And in verse number 12, the Bible says of John 13, And so after he had washed their feet and had taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Now, what an interesting question that Jesus has now asked his disciples before they actually could even give a reply. Jesus makes a very powerful statement. If you'll notice in your Bible in verse number 13, he says this, ye call me master and Lord. And I'm going to stop right there for a moment. And, and just, just think about the scene. Jesus now has, has removed his uh, towel that he was girded with and he has placed his garments back on him. He has sat down and now he is addressing the men who he had just washed their feet. Know ye what I have done to you? And even before they could even mumble or uh, hardly even think about what he had asked them, he makes this statement. Ye call me Master and Lord. Those are two interesting names. And 
they are names of actually respect. Uh, the disciples would use that as a title, both of those words, as titles of great respect. And it was very common in Judaism to use these two words, Master and Lord. Hebrew teachers often uh, were called by these two names. The word master is a word that means an instructor. And generally speaking, it means a, a doctor, a master, a teacher, somebody who is very well uh, versed in the Bible. And they were, uh, the Jews were, uh, many of them were experts in the Old Testament scriptures. And many of them could memorize or had memorized uh, chapters and in, in books of the Bible from a child. And so the word master is a very common word that was used among the Jews to distinguish a great instructor or teacher of the Bible. And then the Lord, that, that, that word is the, uh, it's used here in our text, is kurios, and it means supreme in authority. And so the Jews looked at the ones that expounded upon the Bible and taught the Word of God as people of authority. And we know that the Sanhedrin court, the Jewish court system was made up of many of them were Pharisees and religious people. And so it was that they were supreme in authority, many of them. So not uncommon, these two statements. But here it is that Jesus uses these two words and he, he says this, notice with me in verse number 13, what the Lord continues to say. He says, first of all, you call me master and Lord. And, and he's, not, he's not scolding them for, for using those two words, but he says this, and ye say, well, for so I am. So Jesus is saying that these two titles that were spoken of by his disciples and they were applying them towards him, that they were correct and rightly applying these two terms because he is saying that he is their master and their Lord. And that's interesting, and I like that. And I think that that is very important for us to understand. Jesus was just not one of the boys. He was just not one of the group. He was the standout. He was the supreme teacher. He was the master, and he is the Lord. Verse number 14, he says, if I then, listen carefully what he's saying, your Lord and master, one that you hold highly in esteem, that you look to, and you, you're, you're, you're looking for that person to give you guidance and wisdom and counsel, and you're following after that person, and, and you set that person up on a higher plane than any other person. And that is what Jesus is saying, the term master and Lord, that's what it does. It distinguishes that person. And Jesus said, if I then, your Lord and master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. Now, there are many who teach that this verse is a third ordinance of the church. Now, the church has two ordinances, and we adhere to those. One is baptism, and that should come after salvation. A person needs to be scripturally baptized. How is that? And that is to be baptized in, by immersion. 
That means to be placed under the water, and baptism is an outward sign of an inward change. And that's what baptism is. The second ordinance that we believe, according to the Word of God, is going to be uh, set here, and just we're going to look at that uh, probably somewhat uh, very soon, but... Uh, uh, and we're going to be doing it here at the church as well. In the next little bit, we're going to be having communion service, and we're looking forward to that. And that is the second ordinance of the church, the Lord's Supper. Now, there are many, again, that teach that foot washing is the third ordinance of the church. Now, while I do not believe the Lord is commanding us today to wash and physically wash the feet of other people, I believe that he is teaching us a much greater lesson. Look in verse number 15. The words say, For I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done to you. Now, instead of arguing about who is the greatest, we should be humble servants. Now, I, I've read many times and I've studied the New Testament church, and I don't find that, that in, in the New Testament church, I don't find where... That was one of the big things they were doing, was running around and washing one another's feet. But I do find in the scripture, the Bible teaches us about humility and how we need to be humble servants of the Lord. So instead of arguing about who is the greatest as they were doing, the disciples were doing when they came into the upper room, we should be humble servants of the Lord. Verse number 16 in uh, John 13 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you. This term here is used, the word verily, verily, it's used to describe something that is very important and something that is worth paying attention to. If you'll notice what Jesus said here, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. You see, the, the servant is not greater than his master. Jesus was greater than all, though, and we know that. The disciples knew that Jesus was Lord, and therefore he was the greatest. But in verse number 17, Jesus said, If you know these things, happy are you if you do them. In other words, you need to become that humble servant. That's what he was teaching his disciples. And you know what? Today, I think it's God's people and especially as a pastor and a preacher of the gospel. That is something that I need to work on in my life, is being a humble servant of the Lord. And there is a distinct difference in knowing it and doing it. I want to do what the Lord commands me to do, and I know that I am supposed to be a humble servant. Am I always? Well, I find myself not always being graceful and not always being humble. But you know what? I need to strive. That should be my goal, is to be spiritually being willing to wash feet, to be that kind of servant, to be humble, to be filled with humility, and serve the Lord with the joy of serving Him, whatever the task may be, and whatever it is or wherever it is. We need to serve the Lord. He is our Master and Lord. May God bless you today. Lord willing, we'll be back in the morning at 8.30 a.m. and we'll pick back up uh, right here in these verses again for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion 
Lord willing, in the morning, 8.30 a.m. Hope to see you then. May God bless you today. Thank you for joining with us, and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.